Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. It's uh, End Times Friday. Uh, we're going we're, we're to talk about uh, the issues of uh, the day, which will be fun. Uh, wasn't that fun yesterday with Bob, Bob and Gary Rockwell? Oh, that's uh, got to be one of my favorites. I know I say that often, but that one truly was one of my favorites. Yeah. I just That was so much fun to yeah. hear their story. Yeah, they wow. are. They, they are. Uh, uh, it's always, uh, uh, you know, again, it's always beautiful to experience the joy Mm-hmm. Uh, that that a couple has, and um, you know, again, because of the perspective that I get to see, I get to see what it was mm-hmm. and what it is. Um, right. And what it is is this: as as we're trying to describe it to everybody, it's the super abundant life. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the covenant. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing, and and it just exudes from as we have these guests, you know, like Bob, Bob and Gary, uh, that's their life. I mean, their life is joyful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't mean that they're not, you know, uh, again, exempt from issues and problems and, uh, things they have to deal with, which they do, but, uh, they sure, <laughs> they sure have one fun time. <laughs> yeah, they really do. And I tell you, I think one of my favorite parts besides just hearing some of the fun stories too, and just how God orchestrated it all was watching how how patient, honestly, um, and personal he was, especially in walking Carrie through. Yeah. Um, just just, you know, addressing her every question along the way and knowing exactly what steps and where he needed to place her to grow her faith and to to just invite her into this kingdom impact world. It's yeah. it so fun to watch because yeah. I think a lot of times we falsely think, well, that only happens for this type of person, or they must have immediately accepted all of it as truth and run with it. And and to hear the process, it's just so beautiful. Yeah, you know? yeah it really is. Um, and as we, uh, you know, try to express that is our, particularly our, our topic of uh, each Friday is, uh, you know, kind of an overview of what's happening and, and what does the scriptures have to say about the end times. Uh, just again, so we look at the truth of it. Um, how are we? How are we to react to it? Uh, as we've stated in Revelation, he says, you know, it's really important to pay attention and to mm-hmm. be obedient to what I'm showing you, uh, so that it it is still a the Word of God and included in the Word of God to be considered. You know, so it's not something that a lot of people say. Well, um, too complicated. Um, I don't want to spend, I don't even want to think about it. Uh, whatever mm-hmm. happens, happens. Um, <laughs> uh, and I said, you know, as I talked to people about that, I said, well, is that how you're approaching your life with God? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that, and that really is the essence of it. Yeah, whatever happens, happens. I said, well, 
uh, as illustrated by uh, even this, that God has a will and information and, and discernment for you to, to understand. Um, and he's, he spoke this um, to for every generation to mm-hmm. spend time in it, understand it, have a clarity about it. Um, and then what does that mean? you know, to us at the moment. And and what we're trying to do in our, our series is let's just lay out what the truth says mm-hmm. and take it as it comes uh, and receive it as it comes without overdoing it, overinterpreting it and say, well, this means this. Uh, what does it say? What it doesn't say and just receive what it, what it has to say. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're having quite a fun time with it. And as we look at the world, you know, today uh, that, um, the the issues of of what's happening, which we'll talk about, you know, today, um, we could see how eh, maybe maybe there's something going on, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, and that's what we're going to look at today is the signs of the times, uh, right. which which Jesus you know tells us uh, to you know pay attention to, and so um, we've spent uh, up to this point, you know, we've described. You know Daniel's understanding. Uh, he describes the seventy was called seventy weeks, uh, which is uh, all all has been fulfilled except uh, all sixty nine weeks have been fulfilled except one, mm-hmm. um, and that would be considered by everybody, uh, even Jesus's disciples, uh, is when when is that one week going to happen? Right. Uh, and that one week is seven years. Um, uh, which then ushers in the end. And again, as we talk about the end, um, and I hear a lot of people even today saying, well, I'm just I'm just waiting for Jesus to come back, and I hope he comes back today. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting enough, I can say, well, it ain't going to be today. Um, and why? Well, because he comes at the end of the seven years. Uh, mm. So... The seven years has to start, and once that starts, okay, we know we know when that's going to happen. And by the way, we talked about with Daniel, uh, we know for sure when the middle of the tribulation is, the tribulation mm-hmm. being a seven-year period, that it's called the abomination of desolation, uh, that right. the Antichrist says, I am God and everybody needs to worship me, um, and that'll be you know, universal uh, around mm-hmm. the world, that that's what to happen. If that happens... When that happens, uh, that's middle of the tribulation called the three and a mm-hmm. half year mark. Yeah, we know Christ is coming back three and a half years later. That's that's up for sure. Uh, now right. we we don't know the uh, uh, the exact day of that, but we basically will know the you know the timing of it. Um, so we're talking about the last uh, week. Uh, we went through with Daniel his beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said he had visions of four beasts, the three beast describe the time from him really up until uh, now. Uh, the, you know, kind of the, the way the society goes, the way that the nations have gone, the world has gone. Uh, and we talked about the Israel and how mm-hmm. they, were, they were part of it in terms of what happened to them. Uh, and, then, and then the big one, which we'll get to actually, is it's now been returned as a nation. Uh, okay. that, that is a big marker. Right. Um, and yeah, that, there are several prophecies that have to be fulfilled before we 
set into that seven, that last week, that right. seven years. That's correct? right. That's right. And yeah. one, and one of them is that Israel returns as a nation, which they have done now. And, mm-hmm. um, and that's one of the interesting, uh, let's say, uh, uh, indicators that is this, is this really the time? Because, you know, 2000 years lapsed and then Israel became a nation. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's pretty significant. Um, uh, and we talked about, you know, Islam, uh, you know, developing uh, the Middle East issues that are going on between mm-hmm. uh, Israel and the and the and the Islam nations and the Sunnis and the Shiites and you know the different uh, categories of what's happening. And again, the Sunnis, uh, which would be Saudi Arabia, Jordan, uh, uh, UAE, some parts of Iraq, mm-hmm. um, they are pro. Let's say West. Pro, pro Europe, pro US, uh, pro Israel, in a sense of, uh, we would like to align with you and do commerce together. Let's have peace mm-hmm. and do commerce together, and let's try to thrive together. Uh, the Shiites are would be the more extreme version of it, and they're the ones that are having a a uh, a pure interpretation of the Quran, which is to bring uh, Islam worldwide. Mm-hmm. Uh, and have everybody worship Islam, and if you don't, they call you infidel, and they're 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 literally, um, uh, you know, trying <laughs> trying to kill everybody else, uh, per se, particularly Israel, uh, mm. because they want to wipe them <laughs> off the face of the earth. So that's why the the dynamics in the Middle East are really uh, interesting. Um, so uh, as we look at that. Um, well, Jesus uh, was asked by his disciples, uh, well, when is the end going to come? Now, mm-hmm. that implies, by the way, it's kind of interesting that Jesus talked about this. Right. And he described things to them, and he was giving them information about it and probably talking about it a decent amount of time. And they specifically said, okay, we, we've understood a lot you've said. Could you tell us exactly when this is going to happen? Because um, mm-hmm. it's on their mind. You know, and and always thinking, is this going to happen in our lifetime? Uh, well, Jesus makes a statement about this. So go to uh, Matthew uh, 24, and uh, let's read verses uh, 1 through 14. Uh, and uh, go ahead, and Kathy, go ahead and read that. It's a little bit longer, but that's okay. Uh, okay. Matthew 24, 1 to 14. Jesus left the temple and was going away when his disciples came to point out to him the buildings of the temple. But he answered them, you see all of these, do you not? Truly, I say to you, there will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. As he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? And Jesus answered them, See that no one leads you astray, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and they will lead many astray. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are but the beginning of the birth pains. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. 
and many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved, and the gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Yeah. Uh, so he says, um, and again, the disciples are saying, uh, you know, what are the signs mm-hmm. um, of the end? And uh, to them, it meant, what are we going to be able to observe mm-hmm. that will say to us, uh, it's it's coming. We're getting close. We're yeah. getting close. Um, and even Jesus, you know, he said, as you see this, um, you'll you'll be understanding birth birth pangs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you you've had children. Yes. Uh, yes, I have. Uh, what are what are birth pangs? So birth pangs. You know, when you think about that illustration, it's such a perfect illustration because they you know something is coming. There will be an end product at it, <laughs> but in the moment there are contractions and and physical pain actually that is going on, preparing your body for what's coming. And so there's lots of symbolism and all of that. But one of the interesting things about it is that the closer you get to the birth, the shorter the span between the birth pains actually is. And so they come more frequently and more intensely as they prepare for the birth. Okay. Um, so Jesus uses that analogy, uh, which which is always interesting to me uh, because, <laughs> because, you know, he was a man. <laughs> and and uh, per per se never experienced that, but because mm-hmm. he's he's Jesus and God, they understand it and have truth and understand the truth. Mm-hmm. They could use that analogy, and that is that um, you start to get signals. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I remember when you know, my wife, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, I'm having a contraction. Um, mm-hmm. Well, even then, it wasn't like, uh oh, let's go to the hospital. Right. Well, in uh, fact, there's Braxton Hicks, which are kind yeah. of the, the false contractions, the false, the false you contractions, know. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's okay. Um, we know it's getting closer, mm-hmm. but we got to see now, um, and you said it really well, it picks up tempo mm-hmm. more, more quickly. It happens uh, that you start to see things happen much more quickly, and then they get more intense. Yes. Um, so then that becomes that moment, um, you know, when uh, the water breaks and, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> yep, they're, they're four or five minutes apart. The water broke. We got to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? Well, the baby's coming. Um, <laughs> and so he's saying that uh, birth pangs are kind of be that way as we look at the mm-hmm. end. Eh, you're going to see some signs. Um, things are moving. Um as they get more intense, as they get more frequent, you'll start to realize, you know, it's it's here. Um, and he even said, you'll think it's here, but it's not yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these things need to have occurred. And then the end, he said, then the end will come. Right. Um, okay. Uh, so let's explore <laughs> what, mm-hmm. what are all these things and where are we? Um, he said... Um, Make sure that no one deceives you mm-hmm. uh, and says, this is the way. 
uh, to uh, God. This is the way to have uh, you know eternal life with Him, uh, life life in His kingdom with Him. We all we all are going to have eternal life. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of where. Right. Um, but everybody says, well, here's the way, you know. So, um, so by definition, he says, be careful that no one deceives you because what they're saying is false, mm-hmm. uh, not true, uh, not, not uh, what I've uh, demonstrated, shown, revealed as truth, only follow me, but you'll see lots of opportunity to be deceived. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so let me. I'm just going to read a few of these uh, that are uh, in the world right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Islam, uh, Mormonism, uh, mm-hmm. Christian Science, Jehovah Witness, um, Seventh Day Adventist, Scientology, uh, Buddhism, Hinduism, Shintoism, Dalai Lama, uh, Ancestor Worship. Mm. Uh, which is I got a <laughs> I got a really funny story about that. Um, I spoke over in uh, Vietnam uh, mm-hmm. with another uh, believing executive, and we were invited by a professor who was underground, Christian professor. Uh, he's teaching at the University of Hanoi uh, to be there as a witness. Um, oh, wow. So he invited us to come over and um, uh, to... Uh, share our faith that he said come on over mm-hmm. share your faith and it'll be great okay so we, okay sure yeah we, we, you know we we got uh, uh you know approval from god to go we we go we're excited the first day we get there he says uh now before we do anything else you got to come with me <laughs> he takes us in a closet um and lo- and close the door and it's dark in there he says mm-hmm. now just just listen he said just listen he says, you have been followed and you've been bugged ever since you got off the plane. Um, wow. And they're going to watch you. Um, and there's going to be 80 CEOs in our class for a week that you're going to speak to. He said, also in that class is going to be uh, KGB agents. And if you ever mention the name Jesus Christ, they're going to arrest you on the spot and take you to jail and we'll probably never see you again. Uh, wow. So, so, um, Welcome to Hanoi. Yeah. Uh, so, I, so I said, uh, I got a question. Um, you invited us over here to share our faith. Mm-hmm. So what the heck are we doing? It seems to me we're doing nothing and I should, I just want to go home because I I'm here to share my faith. He said, look, right. he said, uh, don't worry about it. He said, uh, this is how it works. If they ask you a question about Christ, you can answer it. You just can't present it. So, mm-hmm. so you got to wait for them to ask you a question and somehow God will provide this, <laughs> this, this opportunity. And, I, you know, and we're thinking, oh, brother, you know, um, this ought to be interesting. So um, uh, we, we go in and the day one is, you know, and, and it's all business stuff. So it's, you know, so it's mm-hmm. all business. So we're talking capitalism and business. And, um, and so we get ready to do day two. And we're meeting. We go back to this closet each morning to pray. Uh-huh. Uh, and he said, by the way, that we're in this closet because there are no bugs in this closet. Uh, so they can't hear us. So, uh, we go in the closet and we're praying and we get a knock on the door 
uh, and it, he opens it up, and it's his secretary, his associate. And she says, uh, and she knew who he was. You know, I, he says, I know you're a Christian. I know you're believing in Jesus Christ. He says, my mother last week uh, contracted leprosy. And she is, is being sent to a leper colony. And we, our family, has been praying to our ancestors because wow. in Vietnam, they worship their ancestors. Um, we've okay. been praying that, that our ancestors would, would heal her, and she ain't getting healed. Would you pray to your God, mm. Jesus, that, that he would heal her? And he says, yeah, sure. So, um, and I'm, by the way, I'm just learning about this healing stuff. So my attitude was, yeah, sure, we'll pray, but it ain't going to happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> So he's so we get and we say, okay, Father, you know, what do you got to say about this? And, um, you know, would you heal this lady? And uh, and so uh, we do our second day. Uh, we 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 do the same thing third day. You know, we pray and then we go out to the third day. And we and I'm I'm the speaker and I'm just starting. Mm-hmm. And this lady, what runs in the room? And she says, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, I got to tell everybody. Um, my mom got healed of leprosy because these guys prayed to their God, Jesus Christ, and he healed her, and she's healed in home. And, wow. and, and we're, we're dumbfounded. Uh, first of all, we're dumbfounded, like, well, that was cool. <laughs> well, that opened up the whole rest of the week. These these guys saying, would you? T- what do you mean you prayed to Jesus? Who's, right. who's Jesus? And as long you know? as they ask, you could answer. I could answer that as long as I didn't say you should or you'd better mm-hmm. or just here's here's what's true for me because they asked me, right. um, so I didn't get arrested. <laughs> um, wow! And uh, uh, and we uh, uh, you know uh, gave gave witness and testimony all week. Because they kept asking me, asking me, how did that work? How does that work? How does, mm-hmm. you know, what does that mean? Uh, what's Jesus Christ? And uh, so we did. And then at the end, uh, they have a ceremony. Uh, mm-hmm. And the ceremony is they said to us, um, we're going to sing a song to you. Uh, and they said, bless you. And now we would like you to sing a song to us and bless us. So we started praying, okay, what do we do? What do we do? Uh, and God said, sing him Amazing Grace. Mm. So we did. We sang Amazing Grace, which, by the way, uh, doesn't have the word Jesus Christ in it. It just, it just talks about, um, you, know, uh, you know, what I was and now I'm, and I'm transformed. And we, uh, we sang it. And uh, one of the words in there for righteousness, uh, they didn't have a word for that. Mm-hmm. So they would come up after after we sang. They came up and said, "Could you explain that word? What does that word mean? Because we don't understand what that means." And so we got to share the entire gospel uh, uh, from a group that that had ancestor. Oh, that is so good. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was it was remarkable um, of how he can you know fulfill it. But um, again, as I learned that of a whole nation, nations have ancestor worship uh mm-hmm. where they believe that their their ancestors have passed on and now they're helping them even though <laughs> kind of like mm-hmm. this lady uh it's not really working too well <laughs> right right uh 
So that's that's well, one. Well, and honestly, them. don't we even see that particular thing? I've seen, um, I don't know, shadows of it. I guess is the best way to say it. Infiltrating our culture, even. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I the number of people that I know that were like, oh, I saw a cardinal today. That's my mom looking over me. Right. 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 That, right. You know, I mean, so there are you know whether they truly believe these things or not, we see. Um, Parts of that idea coming in and blurring lines um, in our culture as well. I yeah, believe. yeah, reincarnation, um, as well as um, well, there's you know they're they're now serving us back here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's things uh, we know uh, astrology, horoscopes, fortune telling, mm-hmm. uh, new age stuff, uh, y- uh, yoga, mysticism, the social gospel, Chrislam, where you know Christianity and Islam are are together. Mm. Uh, universalism and that's where everything is uh, gets you to heaven just be a good person Um, you know denominations have different rules etc and there's hundreds more of deception Uh, Mm -hmm. so the enemy uh, Jesus said you know I'm the way the truth and the life no one comes through me that and the gate is narrow Uh, Mm -hmm. it's just it's just one place Um, it's not all of them it's just one um well deception is um all these things become ways which Mm -hmm. is the enemy trying to get the world and remember and he's saying as this intensifies so this has been going Mm -hmm. on for a long time but right as it intensifies the birth pangs are going to get more intense um and so what i see uh is that the deception is getting stronger and stronger and stronger yes. so that if you talk to even let's say um, uh, millennials they have a hard time believing that christianity could mm-hmm. be the on- only way and they they right. start exploring all these other things um, so the percentage of people that that were easily following or desiring to follow at least christian principle mm-hmm. um, are now kind of abandoning that and the deception is, you know, tending to be universalism and uh, all these different ways are okay. Uh, the Bible isn't true anyway. That's one big one mm-hmm. that I see. The Bible isn't really true. So you can't rely on, on uh, the, what it says right. about, uh, you know, even things like marriage. You know, it's between a man and a woman. Well, you can't really believe that as being so. Right. So let's, let's reject it. So the deception... Uh, in that area is really, uh, you know, developing. Um, Extremely high. Yes, yeah. I agree. Um, the next one he talks about is uh, wars and rumors of wars. Um, and he says hmm. nation against ki- uh, nation, kingdom against kingdom. Uh, uh, so that we look at, you know, what's really going on. And remember, war uh, is behind it all is principalities and powers. Right. And Satan so when is, he says, when ahead. it says, I just thought about that, y'all, as it says, nations against nations and kingdoms against kingdoms, I think I have traditionally read that as, you know, like really kingdoms, you know, thinking a physical earthly king and whatever. That's not actually what he's talking about there, though, right? He's no. highlighting nations against nations. That's the physical and kingdom against kingdom. That's the spiritual. spiritual. And that's going on simultaneously. And right. we've got to pay attention to both. That's right. That's right, um, and particularly the deception behind it, so that uh, somebody could think, well, um, yeah, I might be, you know, living in uh, Germany, but 
I, I believe in this other thing, which mm-hmm. is really the spiritual kingdom. Um, and mm-hmm. so there, there's this combination of both happening at the right. same time. Right. Um, and, you know, some of the things that are true is that, um, uh, you know, the 20th century and going into the 21st century now um, has been the bloodiest time in history. Mm. Uh, and, and again, you, if we went back to um, all the way from Adam and Eve till now, there's been war, wars, killing, right? Uh, you know, awful stuff. But in the 20th century, with World War One and World War Two and the Korean War and the Vietnam War, um, the number of deaths mm-hmm. it was literally the bloodiest time in history. And now we're moving into the 21st century, uh, and it's accelerating. Uh, so that, you know, what what are we seeing? Well, um, Russia. Uh, has advanced nuclear weaponry, right? Um, and they're testing uh, new new things that, technically speaking, you know, are superior to other things. China uh, has has. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, there, I've, I saw a picture of this. Um, I don't know if you remember. In um, did you ever see the movie Star? In any of the Star Wars movies? Have you I watched did, much? But it was really as I when I was a kid. I have not okay. followed back with the. So you haven't seen you haven't seen the newest ones. It around, the so. newest ones um, have uh, uh, a um, uh, you know interesting uh, perspective on it. Uh, is uh, they they uh, have drones mm-hmm. that are like mosquitoes in the in the sky i mean they're just everywhere Hmm. (laughs) um and so that was a you know that was a star wars thing well i just saw a video of china uh testing a drone army and uh it was literally um a thousand drones up in the sky Hmm. and they were you could see that they were being controlled and operating in unison Mm-hmm. So they would go right or turn left or go up or go down. Um, and they all had the uh, ability to have weapons in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the technology uh, is is really going on. And then, as we know, uh, the in the Middle East, that um, Iran and uh, the Shiites are threatening uh, to uh, eliminate Israel. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're trying to develop nuclear capability you know, to do that. So when he says wars and rumors of wars, mm-hmm. uh, it's that, is that intensity increasing? Um, and we're seeing skirmishes all over the, all over the globe right. uh, with attacks and fights and terrorism now uh, uh, happening, as well as rumor of war. In other words, threat of mm-hmm. war, that the threats are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So that intensity is happening. He said, when that happens, you know, watch. Um, Another one, he said, you'll have a lot of earthquakes. Uh, mm-hmm. So um, you can take a graph, um, and this is really interesting, um, uh, all, ba- all the way back from the 1970s, uh, that uh, kind of increased a little bit uh, through the 1990s. And from 1991 uh, through uh, now, uh, it's increased uh, 300%. 
Wow. Um, in the number of earthquakes. And by the way, interesting enough, and you talked about the intensity, mm -hmm. uh, the intensity of the earthquakes are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. um, so we just had recently uh, an 8.2, which is, you know, they're on the, uh, the Richter scale. So a, a six is a, a very, very damaging. Seven is catastrophic. Eight is be over the top because they're, they're 100 times stronger. Wow. Uh, each one, each number is a hundred times stronger than okay. the other one. Um, Where was the 8.2? Uh, it was, uh, uh, yeah, it was outside of uh, Alaska. Um, okay. Uh, hmm. And they were concerned, they were concerned about a tsunami. It didn't happen, but they right. were concerned about it. Um, and I can remember, uh, Linda and I were, uh, we, were, we just got married you know, from the Midwest and I went to grad school in USC mm -hmm. uh, out in California. And so we... <laughs> We, all we did was uh, whatever we could get, and I had a Camaro, whatever we could get in the car, that was what we, we took. Mm -hmm. And we drove to California, we drove to the school, you know. Uh, and so we get there, find an apartment, it's out by the ocean. Um, and um, uh, third day we're there, uh, tr this 6.4 earthquake hits. Wow. Um, and it's six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Everything starts shaking. And I, in my first comment was, hey, Linda, stop shaking the bed. <laughs> and she says, I'm not shaking the bed. You're shaking. I said, ah, not. And we see everything, uh, everything fell off the walls, et cetera. Right. And we heard this tremendous slap of water uh, against the uh, wall we were next to. And uh, we happened to be, uh, our apartment was next to the pool. Mm, uh, okay. So we thought, because uh, we had heard, you know, being from the Midwest, <laughs> that California is going to fall in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and we thought, uh-oh, because we recognize this is an earthquake and, mm -hmm. um, and we're going we're gonna to fall in the ocean. You know, this is it. You know, and of course we didn't. And uh, there were lots of aftershocks after that. But it was a scary moment mm -hmm. uh, of something way beyond your control that shakes everything and, and could destroy everything. And there, were, there was destruction from that uh, nearby. So... Um, when he talks about earthquakes, uh, it's, it's the grumbling, the groaning of the earth, which, by the way, he talks about in uh, Romans chapter 8, mm -hmm. uh, that it's going to increase, and it's, it's increased 300% just in the last you know, 10 to 20 years. Uh, well, that's intensity. Uh, mm -hmm. That's frequency you know, is, is occurring. Right. Um, uh, and um, uh, there's a, a thing in... Uh, uh, called the Pacific Ring Ring of Fire, um, mm -hmm. that uh, where earthquakes are going to occur around the Pacific uh, Rim, all the way around it, on both sides of it, and also volcanoes. Mm -hmm. um, and there's volcanoes now that have erupted that have have been dormant for uh, as many as four or five hundred years. Wow! Uh, that have now erupted, um, and the threat of eruption is is strong, and some are active right now. So that uh, the earthquakes and the uh, volcanoes um, are occurring, and the intensity is picked up. Um, mm -hmm. And again, it's just, it's true. It's a fact. It's reportable. Um, so again, is, is the uh, birth Something pains. to pay attention to. Pay attention. <laughs> um, the next one is uh, famine. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, again, interesting enough, and this is almost worldwide, but um, there's famine literally all over the world. Uh, 
Um, And the reason is because of the crops, uh, either through uh, extreme rain or extreme drought. Drought, right. Um, And it's it's impacted, uh, you know, the food belts, um, including uh, Midwest and in America, uh, mm-hmm. that uh, you know food has been uh, ruined. And uh, the the orange crop down in Florida uh, this last year, a big percentage of it is basically ruined. Uh, mm-hmm. So as you can imagine, you got shortages, and then also you've got price issues uh, because right. of the shortage. You have price issues. So uh, famine is a, is a big one. Um, and on top of that, by the way. Um, uh, and this is something that we, we could only, you know, look at and think of being a movie, but, uh, plagues of locust. Right. Uh, and we've actually, in- interesting enough, we've experienced here in America, uh, a unusual plague of locusts that have eaten crops, but it's particularly bad in Africa. Right. Um, and it's, 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 it would the be. photos are horrendous. Yeah. And you would, and you would consider it biblical in nature mm-hmm. um, that um, when you look at the pictures of it you could imagine I guess that's what it was like with Moses you know with right, right. with the plague of locusts and they're just swarming and they eat they eat everything and mm-hmm. they're and they're marching forward and they're still going and just on moving straight through crops yep. yeah uh, he talks about pestilence um, uh, and pestilence you know would be you would look at uh, disease Mm-hmm. Uh, so this would be the equivalent of disease. So um, uh, what's going on right now, for example, uh, is that uh, disease, as we as we know, and we'll get to COVID here in a minute, but uh, things like AIDS, mm-hmm. uh, which which by the way, um, because of the the way it's been handled socially, you know, uh, we don't even hear about it anymore. That's true. Um, yeah. Well, and, and our interpretation of that is since we don't hear about it, I, I guess it's resolved. Mm. Um, well, uh, right now in the world, 42.5 million people in the world have AIDS. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, and, uh, and the death rate is high. Um, you know, if you happen to live in America, and you get AIDS, there's medicine for that. Um, and so the death rate is much, much lower in an advanced country, but in poorer countries, mm-hmm. uh, it's not. Um, so it's a disease that is kill, it kills you. It's, it's, a, it's a pestilence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so AIDS, uh, AIDS is a big one. Um, uh, and of course, uh, you know, heart disease, uh, lung disease, uh, diabetes, Mm-hmm. You know, these are all things that are increasing um, in uh, in frequency. Um, well, now uh, we have one that is uh, right in front of us mm-hmm. uh, called COVID. Um, and we're not sure what happened, but coronavirus has been with us for, you know, decades, you know, 50, 60, 70 years, if not longer. Um, and coronavirus is really the the promoter of flu and colds and uh, and lung disease and, and mm-hmm. issues like that. Um, well, this particular strain, COVID, what they call COVID-19, and now they're into 
uh, well, we got that one kind of under control, but, variant, but now there's a variant called Delta and, and a variant, another one called Columbia, um, where um, it's, it's a world, I mean, think about it, it's worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has impacted the response of the world on a worldwide basis. And very quickly. And very quickly. Very quickly, yes. Um, and so the pestilence, the increase in the pestilence um, we happen to be seeing that firsthand. Mm-hmm. Uh, that um, it was hard to understand. You know, like okay, yeah, we have all these diseases. Even even AIDS is like, yeah, okay. Uh, but now we're all faced with this new one mm-hmm. that is is it's a pestilence, and it's worldwide, and they really don't know. How, how are we going to resolve this um, mm-hmm. and where is it and how does it work and do we need to quarantine again and mask up and vaccine and people with vaccines are getting it again and so uh, and it, by the way it contributes to the chaos that we've been talking about um, right, is right. we're not sure what's going to happen uh, but now it's literally uh, affected every single country in the world Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't know yet how to deal with this. So is this pestilence, because of the intensity of this, um, and now the frequency of the variants, um, is that ushering in something? Because he said that's what's going to happen, you know, at, at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, he talked about trouble. Uh, you know, you're, you're going you're gonna to have troubles. Um, now, as we look at trouble... Um, he's he's described it already as as shortages mm-hmm. uh, that things that you were used to having normally aren't available to you. Mm-hmm. So things like uh, food uh, or uh, places that uh, operate normally are no longer available. And what, of course, we can we can interpret that as supply chain issues. Right. So um, uh, if uh, uh, for example, because of when COVID is promoted as, as uh-oh, you're going to have to go home and quarantine, for example. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what happens? Everybody go, goes to the store and buys stuff up. Um, right. And that creates a shortage because the supply chain can't supply it anymore in, in time. So uh, if you said, well, um, um, and I, I don't know if you remember this already, but simple things like toilet paper. Right, I remember uh, at the beginning of at COVID, the beginning of was it wasn't available, an and then when it did yeah. became available, literally the store would say you can only t- take one right. one carton of it. You can't you can't stock up. Right, paper towels did the same thing yeah. around here, and yeah. ground beef. And, yeah, 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 there and several uh, things. And by the way, today uh, one of the troubles, and I've experienced this personally, is. Um, if you need a part mm-hmm. or something mechanically because it broke down, um, well, the response, uh, like like parts for, let's say, freezers or refrigerators, mm-hmm. um, I need a part. Well, it's going to be two, three, four, five, six, eight, ten weeks for us to get that part. Right. Uh, that, and, that, and, and so what that means is, well, for me... <laughs> That causes me trouble because my refrigerator doesn't work and I can't mm-hmm. get it fixed like normally. Right. I, I can get it fixed. Well, there's interesting. There, you know, there's trouble. Um, the other trouble that 
that we all are going to experience or have is economic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is that, am I going to keep getting paid? Uh, what I get paid and am I going to experience trouble? They're just, you know, for example, um, uh, the disruption of things uh, impacts people at different levels. So um, one of the issues of, of COVID was uh, if you if you were renting but you couldn't pay your bill, mm-hmm. then it was okay not to pay the bill and you were you couldn't be evicted. Uh, by the way, that 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 was up uh, a week or so ago, but now they're coming back with re- reinstating, re- reinstating it, that. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, and we can certainly appreciate that. Uh, but if you're a landlord, um, you experience trouble. Right. Uh, because, well, I got to pay my bank, mm-hmm. uh, the mortgage, because they're not releasing me from that. Right. So I got to pay it, but I'm not getting income that I was getting from a normal renter. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and so, yeah, it's a, it's a big problem. And, and again, let me just characterize it as... Um, trouble all the way around mm-hmm. uh, because of the disruption economically. Um, the, uh, the banking system uh, worldwide is, is creating in part of the trouble because of the central banking of, of all the governments borrowing the money, which they've supplied, uh, creates a burden on that government. Um, uh, ex- what's called excess debt uh, which is why, even in a decent economy, they haven't raised interest rates. Because if they did, that would cause the uh, disproportionate amount of the uh, what's called the gross domestic product of any country to be paid to interest, right? And not to the programs of, of the government. Um, well, that's trouble. Uh, there's a mm-hmm. trouble uh, brewing, and we're and we're experiencing it directly in what's called inflation. Mm-hmm. And that is the things that I used to pay X dollars for are now more, more expensive. Maybe, right. maybe I'm not making as much, so now I have less discretionary income. Uh, so I can't enjoy things. That's causing me trouble because mm-hmm. i got to pay for things that, that are now more expensive because of inflation. Normally, the Federal Reserve, the central banks, would and the government would work together to get that under control. Right. Um, well, right now, because of the trouble, they really can't control it like they mm-hmm. used to. So it could get it could get bad. And we have an example of that. And um, uh, it's in the nation of Venezuela, uh, right. where their inflation was so much that it was going up a thousand percent a day mm-hmm. to where you know if you if you earned you know let's say you earned a thousand dollars um equivalent of a thousand dollars even even that day um well tomorrow you could only buy what would have been the day before worth a dollar right and that, in fact they even were having to pay people multiple times a day correct yeah yeah to keep so to keep up yeah and so as a result of that there's shortages and so you've taken um a country like venezuela that interesting enough used to be one of the premier luxurious places on mm-hmm. earth um very stable uh uh doing very very well and everybody enjoyed living there uh and um because of the inflation uh, and the way they were running things, they basically became, everything became worth less. Mm-hmm. And now the supply chain is, in essence, gone. So they're struggling 
to just exist on try to get the food and shelter, uh, mm-hmm. but they're not thriving because they're experiencing you know trouble. Right. Uh, well, we're starting to see worldwide inflation um, that mm-hmm. maybe not be controllable. So, is that is that going to create you know trouble uh, economically? Uh, the answer is it, it could uh, very much. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, again, it, uh, we look at it as birth pang, uh, mm-hmm. and that is that. Um, well. Um, we, it's not here yet, but maybe there's a pang about it. There's, you know, and is, right. is it going to accelerate? It's interesting. You know, it's like, huh, that's interesting. Um, uh, and then as you, uh, you know, we go, we'll go further with this, but uh, the economic impact of COVID um, could be uh, problematic, could, yes. be, could be trouble. So if, if, which we've already experienced once, uh, unemployment went sky high. Uh, the mm-hmm. government had to fund people. Uh, businesses got disruptive. Um, if it happens again, which there's some discussion about that, right? Uh, worldwide again, maybe we got to lock things back down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and governments are going to have to stimulate everything and pay people again. Um, well, that would be considered uh, recessionary and mm-hmm. cause a big drop in the economics of the world which ultimately impacts, you know, me, and that's trouble. Right. So when he says tr- trouble, the birth pangs of trouble, well, in my opinion, we've never seen so much variation and so much potential for things mm-hmm. j- just not working out too well. Um, right. And this, <laughs> this could be trouble. <laughs> so, right. And on a global scale. On a global know, scale. Is, we, we have seen, I believe, you know, you can look at pockets of history and see in certain areas, some of these things going, you know, and being frequent and intense, but to see it on the global scale, increasing in frequency and intensity on all of the fronts described in Matthew 24 is certainly worthy of paying attention to. Right. So, um, you know, as we end this time, it's, it's just the, the, what it's saying is, um, and you, you really set it up well, is the birth pangs, as they move toward fulfillment, the ba- mm-hmm. the baby is ultimately born. Right. Um, well, how do you know? Well, the ba- the birth pangs, um, mm-hmm. and they start, and then they get more frequent, and then they get more intense, uh, and then it's time. Uh, so here's mm-hmm. the question: uh, We describe some of them. They're they're what Jesus spoke to them exactly. Right. Uh, you know, and it's always interesting to me where he says, you know, you're going to see more earthquakes. I mean, that's interesting. That he would mm-hmm. he would put that in the specific, in in the right. list you know earthquakes and famine and uh, pestilence and wars and rumors of wars and trouble um, well he listed them which he said therefore watch for the signs um, and so the question that we all have to look at uh, is are we experiencing those birth pangs um, and again. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he do, he said we don't know the time and date which we'll see next time uh, that we can't for certain say oh yeah sure this is it because we would we could go back a hundred years and people mm-hmm. would say well I saw some of these then right and it wasn't it wasn't the birth you know it it wasn't it you know and so um, we can't say oh yeah I know for sure it's going to happen in the next three years but rather well these birth pangs are interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are happening, and the frequency and the intensity is picking up. 
so the question, and again, we all have to ask each other is, is something going on mm -hmm. uh, that we need to pay attention to as it translates into, as are we as believers, because uh, he, he said, by the way, in there, and we'll talk about this, that we're going to be persecuted, even, mm -hmm. even to the point of death. Uh, so if that's true, then how, how are we supposed to guide, guide our, our life through that while we live out? Remember, he said, I'm going to give you the super abundant life. So how do those two things uh, come together? And, and mm, what, is that, great. What, yeah. is that, what does that look like? So, you know, we got to talk about that. So today it's just uh, outlining uh, what Jesus said is watch these signs. Uh, we've, we've presented information about those signs and urge you to consider it. And we're going to, we're going to keep going with this because there's, there's more information and in to be gleaned and then to, uh, understand. And as we talk together, uh, are, are, are we supposed to pay attention to something mm -hmm. even more that we, we see and therefore hear differently about, uh, how do we prepare for that? So, uh, mm -hmm. those are the questions we have. So it'll be fun to continue talking about it. Um, and, uh, at least getting through what scripture says about it, which is to, to me really, really interesting. So any questions yeah, you can you know, send it to Thanks for sharing all that wisdom for sure. And yeah, go ahead. I'm uh, sorry, if, any, no, go ahead. Anybody have questions, you know, send it to us, uh, on the comments section or questions at afjministry.com. And then we'll be happy to pick up, particularly about the end times, you might be wondering about things or how about this or how does that work? Uh, we're happy to talk about it. So we'll continue to do that, Kathy. Great, looking forward to it and looking forward to another great week next week yep. and uh, the things we have lined up. So yep. have a great weekend. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Enjoy your weekend. All right, see you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.